welcome back everyone to this week's episode of Royal City Gamescast, the show about life, games, movies, and being dad. I'm Jordan and with me is my co-host, Matteo. Matteo, what's going on, buddy? Doing pretty good this week. I'm, doing, I'm surviving another week. Nice, nice. We've got a uh, special guest with us this week. Barry is with us. How's it going, Barry? Hello. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, no problem. What uh, What's going on with you, man? What have you uh, been up to? Maybe tell the listeners kind of... A little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, my name is Barry Granza, and I have been a uh, journalist and podcaster for Nintendo Fuse for almost a decade now. And for the past couple of years, uh, helped form a company called Premium Edition Games. And uh, what we are is a physical publishing company for the Nintendo Switch, where we take digital-only titles, and we bring them out physically uh, for worldwide uh, customers. And uh, we just announced our next series of titles because we release games, you know, just in a group of series. Uh, we do it very, very slowly. Um, but we just released uh, the information about our newest titles, which is going to be Wonderling DX and Rain on Your Parade. Uh, they are going up for a four-week pre-order starting on May 10th until June 10th. So you have plenty of time nice. to get your orders in. We've got our standard editions and all our standard editions. They come with full-color manual. They come with a challenge card where you can earn a challenge patch should you complete the challenge. Uh, inlay art, uh, actual slipcover, hard card cardstock uh, slipcover, uh, really high quality. Um, and each of these games are going to be 50 uh, US dollars. And then uh, we have our retro editions, which are in a SNES or N64 size box. Uh, and each comes with different bundled goodies. And uh, those ones are $70. And uh, you, you have your option to, to pick either one of those up. Again, we do offer international shipping. And uh, I know when we launched, one of the people really wanted like Video Games Plus. We just announced that we're back with Video Games Plus. So oh, that nice. is another that's option awesome. for, for you know, our Canadian friends. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I've heard of Rain on, the per- Rain on Your Parade. I like to collect like physical, physical video games. But I know, I believe that one was on Game Pass, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, so if you want to get your hands on a physical copy, that's definitely uh, definitely an idea. Is there like a website that people can go to? Absolutely. PremiumEditionGames.com is where you could purchase all of our titles. Uh, we do offer a nice little bonus if you do purchase titles on our webpage. We have uh, dog tags that we're doing, custom dog tags per title, uh, as a, just our way of saying thank you uh, for uh, purchasing with us. And nice. we are offering uh, our first couple series uh, dog tags available we're going to have those up at the same time for ten dollars you have four dog tags in a chain it's you know it's a new collectible that that people seem to really like nice awesome well all the collectors out there that are listening if it's something that you're interested in definitely check it out what uh what else has been going on with you barry like just gaming wise what have you been playing uh i just finished horizon uh, forbidden west which uh I, i did enjoy i think i liked the first one better but uh, I did really have some fun with that one. And that was the main thing I've been playing uh, because I've been too busy working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I know the feeling. What else has been going on with you life-wise? You mean staying busy? Yeah, staying busy. Uh, you know, just pretty much dealing with life, right? You know, doing some yeah. renovations on the house. Uh, you oh, know, nice. working and cleaning cleaning some stuff up and uh, dealing with the the wonderful lemons that life likes to throw. Uh, and seeing how much lemonade I can make. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What uh, what type of renos have you been doing? I've got some stuff going on at my place too. Um, we're doing not not like huge heavy construction like renos in terms of like renovating an entire room, 
but we pretty much we have so much stuff that we've accumulated over the years between not only my wife and myself but past generations my parents my grandparents um because the house has been like passed down uh so we're we're trying to go through a lot of that stuff and figure it out and yeah uh you know it's just there's so much and we're trying to organize and totally trying to make things look more livable in certain areas of the house and and presentable and enjoyable (laughs) nice that's awesome right on maybe go over to mateo what's been uh what's been going on in your neck of the woods man uh just staying busy uh in two weeks i got to see the doctor so then uh the doctor can give me the right the go like the go to go to the gym so i can exercise i just wanted to let you bury i did a major back surgery um around uh around two months ago i literally have bars and rods in in my back now so i'm like half robocop (laughs) so basically i've been basically resting like a lot of time and playing a lot of video games so basically my life now it's been really rough i've been really rough you know i've been uh taking a lot of drugs but it's it's uh today i went to see my nephews and it just destroyed me right now so just chilling in bed and uh, it's taking day by day. Uh, I get to see the surgeon in a couple weeks, and then hopefully I can go to the gym and you know start working on myself and build some muscle. Well, hopefully uh, it all goes well. Uh, it's hard with uh, you know a 15 month old. She's she's running now, so she wants me to play with her. So uh, back to what I was saying. Uh, sorry, we guys, we got cut off there. Was I'm gonna get the green light to go back to the gym? So I'm just recovering day by day. I've been playing the new Halo a lot. So that we could talk about that a little later on, but uh, my rental's done in my house. I did my backyard, so that was a, a only a week, a week rental because all the patio stones were completely like mushed, and it was literally a, a mud storm in my backyard. So uh, I wanted to start using it. You know, we're gonna have some good weather this year, so uh, did that. So I'm gonna start using the backyard a little bit more. But that's it. But jo- Jordan, you're done renovations now, right? Yeah, I mean, on my end, it's been. It's been a pretty busy couple weeks. We didn't record last week, so it's been been two weeks since we got together. But yeah, it's been busy. Work is getting easier, which is nice. A lot more normal pace, which is which is really good because it's been it's been a tough uh, tough three four months uh, since Christmas. It's been it's been difficult, but uh, things are things are much better, which is great. Um, the basement Reno's done though, and I've got this system that i've been working on the last week actually set up down here i got like a completely new surround system with uh i think it's uh klipsch i think that's how you you pronounce it so i got like a a full set of surround sound speakers and i got a brand new uh sub and i ended up getting a yamaha receiver and then i bought one of the uh 77 inch uh lg oled uh cx1 or c1 sorry panels and I, I put it up on the wall here. So we're fully like game ready down in this basement now, which is awesome. So it's, uh, yeah, it's been a really, really busy actually last couple of weeks just with work, getting everything kind of sorted down here in the basement, family stuff as well, like with, uh, with the kid in daycare for the first, first couple of weeks here, Maddie's back to work. So it's been, uh, it's been hustle and bustle here at the house, which is good. It's good to be busy, which is, um, which is good. So yeah, why don't we go into just kind of chatting about what we've been playing? I know Barry, you kind of mentioned some of the one of the games that you've kind of been playing. Mateo, maybe I'll go to you. What uh, what have you been up to? Other has there been anything else other than Halo? 
basically that's it since the update i've been bought i've been playing halo we finished that really? uh did we did you finish uh lego star wars i did finish lego star wars basically i got like every every single level like the world at like 90 percent. so it's hard to get like the full 100 percent because you have to collect every little thing so i i i assume that that's a good accomplishment like 98 percent complete the whole story mode i think that's good nice uh, i did that and then basically i'm just playing the new update of halo yeah and having my mix, mix emotions on it yeah barry have you uh have you been playing halo or is that that not your cup of tea i played the first three halos and okay. they they were okay uh, you know, yeah. uh, for me, like, I loved GoldenEye. I loved Perfect Dark. Halo yeah. just didn't really do it for me, even though I kept trying every time. I'm like, I'm going to try. I'm going to keep trying. It just didn't do it for me. And I, I own all the Halos. I, I actually own Halo Infinite, but I just, it's it's not anything that I've ever really said I got to sit down and go to at this stage of my life. <laughs> like, past yeah, yeah, sure. shooters. I'm, like, my, my taste kind of shifted as I got older. You're not missing a lot, so don't worry. <laughs> I've heard, yeah, I've heard been... negative things from four, five, and six. It's it's very disappointing, but it's the people that want to grind and get all the medals, and that's what. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I did get the new battle pass. I played probably like I don't know half a dozen matches. Like, I don't know the new the new matches doesn't really do anything for me. I mean, it's free for all with like a battle Royale type setup. I mean, it's okay. Like it's definitely a different mode, which I think is great. Um, I tried the different levels. I think, I think it's two. I think there was two maps. I played both, but I just, yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, they're good. Like, it's good that you have two maps, but it's been six months since season one. And all you guys are coming with is two maps. Like, yeah yeah so it's just it's been yeah i would have to agree it's been kind of disappointing and i don't really know i don't really know what's for uh 343 is going to do here like the fact that they had this season two kind of lined up to come out in may and then they dropped the fact that they're going to have this season two for another six months they're going to be running a season for six months which is just yeah it's just bananas i don't really know like this game was supposed to be setting halo up for the next 10 years and like the path that they're on right now they just don't have enough content even like the the player base is always going to eat through content like almost immediately um but it's they're so far behind the eight ball as far as what content they need to be putting out that like i yeah i don't know how they recover from season two and the kind of the disappointment because i i'm pretty sure we're going to get numbers here on on players coming back into season two and i'm sure it'll spike um this week, but I don't know how there's going to be any type of sustained uh, player base on this, you know, three, four, five, six months out. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, but, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's my take that's on it. it. So yeah. That's pretty much it for you game wise, I guess. Hey? Yeah. Barry, other than, have you been playing anything other than forbidden West or you've just been playing that? Um, yeah, I've, I've bought it. That's my like yeah, my main okay. game. Uh, I'm still doing Animal okay. Crossing, New New Horizons every day, doing daily stuff, and Pokemon okay. Unite. Uh, I've been just having fun doing that daily. And uh, Final Fantasy XIV. Okay, you play that MMO, uh, eh? Nice. Lo- oh, yeah. absolutely. I've been playing since nice. launch, uh, and I absolutely love it. I love what they've done with the game. They 
It's the it's the perfect Cinderella story of let's release a game and it's utter garbage and instead of just chalking it up to a failure, rebooting the game and rebooting it so spectacularly that it's blowing everyone's minds and expectations. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, there's I see a lot of people online have kind of fell in love with that game, spending so many hours. I remember seeing like all the different like server wait times. People would like turn their computers on and then like come yep. home at the end of work and they'd still be queuing to get into a server. But uh, well, there there was a big rush with the latest expansion came out, yeah. Endwalker, because Endwalker was like Avengers okay. Endgame. It was literally, hey, you've been playing this game for a decade. This is the culmination of everything okay. you've been going through. But then we're going to continue the story past that. But you're getting your, this is the end of this chapter. So everybody wanted to see and everybody wanted to do and everyone wanted to experience nice. it. That's awesome. I uh, On Forbidden West, I, well, just on Final Fantasy, yeah, I've never really played the Final huge. Fantasy games, but I know that there's like a huge, rabid fan base around it. So, so they must be doing something right. <laughs> must be doing something right. Oh, what yeah, um I so I finished uh, Horizon Zero Dawn actually in February and I've got Okay. okay I, nice. <laughs> so then you jumped right into well close to jumping right into Forbidden West. I took a little yeah, bit of a break. I had break, to take a break yeah. so I did I did uh Zero Dawn. I th- did you do Frozen North as well like the, the DLC I to I haven't actually Zero got Dawn. to it yet. So I need to do that and then I want to get on to Forbidden West. I love the game, but after I got to about, I think my playthrough was around 40 to 45 hours. And I was like, I need to put this down for a little while because I know if I just keep playing that or like Forbidden West, I'm just going to, I'm not going to enjoy it. So I put it down and I've been playing other things. Um, but uh, how how are you, how far in are you at the, at this point? Oh, Forbidden West, I beat. Um, but what I did, like with Zero Dawn, I beat it. Where I did all the cauldrons, I did all the tall necks, I did all the other stuff. I did I did frozen uh north, all that stuff. And then I'm like, oh now I'm over like ready to go. Like the, the final quest is like level forty and I'm like level fifty eight. Like, all right, let's do yeah. this, you know? And I <clears throat> I just like steamrolled the end. I was like, Oh, 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 this was totally anticlimactic now. So when I was doing Forbidden West, I started doing all First, these things. Yeah, yeah. After a while, you know, after after thirty, forty hours, it's just like do I really want to do this? Like, is there really a point? And then I'm like, I'm two quests away. I felt like I was like, I'm near the end of the game. And then when it's like, oh yeah, this is definitely the final quest. I looked at the map and I had done, I at least been most places. I'm like, oh, there's still some stuff to explore and obviously some quests and dungeons and other things I haven't done. But do I really need yeah. to? Like, I'm 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 ready to move on. I've seen this game. Let me just finish it, get the story done, and I, I I'm I'm content at that point. Yeah. So that's what I did. So I didn't hundred percent it. I think I was like sixty something percent, uh, but it it is a lot of stuff, and it's a lot of stuff for the sake of doing it. I feel, and every quest you do, everything you do, you get these skill points yeah. every single time, which is great. But when you do enough of them, you're so overpowered, yeah. uh, and they throw like Forbidden West throws a lot of new cool weapons at you, and I beat the game using the standard bow yeah. and arrow because that's what I used in Zero Dawn, and well, it worked similar, great with the yeah, concentration. Similar to like it's similar to Zero Dawn, right? Like. You can go around and collect yeah. and grind to get to that top level, but like, yeah, I agree. It got to a certain point where I was like, man, it's like if I keep doing this, like, it's gonna take me even longer to grind to get to that top level. And I don't yeah. know. I'm gonna do Frozen Wild. I don't know if they reset the levels, but like, I can. Yeah. No, no, it's 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 okay, just a so new area. I can, def- I can probably get to fifty. Then I think when I left, I was at like thirty-eight, 
or 39 or something oh, yeah. like that. Like you don't need to be totally like you don't need to be that close to 50 to beat the game, but obviously it makes it easier, right? Yeah, I think I beat uh Forbidden West at 48. I I think I was above 50 for Zero Dawn cuz I did more. Um but the DLC there was actually pretty substantial yeah. and it's there's some cool callbacks to it in the second game. Like they they do reference it and even if you didn't do it, which is funny cuz you know, they just assume like, oh, that's part of the canon storyline. So Aloy did it. <laughs> so they'll they'll reference. And if you've never played it, you'll be like, who are these characters? What are you talking about? Yeah, no, I know. It It was an interesting uh, story, to say the least. But uh, yeah, that's awesome, man. So we uh, we usually uh, just go around the room and kind of talk about what we've been watching. Um, so I'll just go to Mateo. Have you been watching any? What have you been watching TV and movie wise, man? Been catching up on anything? So I rewatched all the Marvel cinematics. I'm a big Marvel fan. So uh, tomorrow, Doctor Strange comes out. I already bought my ticket. So I'm seeing like a matinee with uh, my wife. So that we put the little one in daycare. So I'm looking forward to that. Nice. I've watched Loki. The rewatched the whole season of Loki. Uh, WandaVision. Uh, Winter Soldier. Uh, what else? Basically all the what if? all the what Loki, if uh, okay. yeah Loki what if I watched all of those so I just wanted to rewatch them and then today I watched Doctor Strange just to fresh up my brain for tomorrow's movie so nice a big Marvel fan I'm thinking about uh, buying an arc reactor on uh, on Amazon it's like actual it's pretty cool little all little tiny pieces so I don't know that's interesting something to keep my mind. <laughs> My mind, uh, you know, I get bored at home. That's the thing, right? Like, everybody's at home. You can only play so much video games. Like, everybody's gone and by myself, right? It's boring sometimes. So I wanted to get into maybe some Lego as well. So, but that's it. Nothing, no movies really, just more TV shows. Nice, man. That's awesome. Barry, what about you? Uh, like like Mateo, I'm a huge okay. Marvel fan, and we, we're going Saturday to see Doctor nice. Strange. That's uh, good. <clears throat> so super excited for that. Um, but uh, my wife has actually been out of town for the past three weeks, and we watch everything together. So for the past three weeks, I haven't watched anything. So like I, I'm missing the last three episodes of Moon Knight because we. I'm like, oh, I want to see them, but I, I don't oh. like to rewatch. So we watch it together. So I'm like trying to avoid all spoilers. So I haven't seen the last three episodes of Moon Knight, but I'm looking forward to that. Wow, you got uh, a you know, lot we watch... to catch up. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I like the first three episodes. So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'm interested to see where they go. But I, I just love comic books. So yeah, so the, with the Flash movie, you know, they're doing Flashpoint. And I'm, I'm curious to see if they're going to correct everything. But. I think DC's biggest problem, or at least maybe it's Warner Brothers, is they seem to not want multiple versions of the same character existing, even though they are embracing the multiverse and saying everything we've ever done exists on some plane of existence, uh, which I think is cool. I, I think it was like uh, Christopher Nolan's uh, when they do in the Batman trilogy. is like, I don't want another Batman on TV to confuse. I just want my version of Batman. And now they're like sticking with it. So like oh we can only have one version of each of these characters and i think that hurts like it hurts them because the other shows like have to write around not having batman why, why don't why don't just people are smart enough to differentiate this is two different versions of the same character um and i think that they've, they've been you know really hurt by that ruling they did it with like the suicide squad they had if you ever watch arrow they had like this whole thing with the suicide squad and then like oh we're doing a movie you got to kill amanda waller 
because we can't have two versions of Amanda Waller. Like, so stupid. But Marvel does have the flaws, too. Like, there's a lot of flaws in in Marvel. Oh, like, yeah. there's a lot of them that I do pick up because I'm one of those people that like to analyze the movie. And my wife hates me to do that. And I'm like, I got to do it, you know? A multi-billion dollar company, you know, they make a movie. They got to make a plot that's good about it. So, but, you know, every movie st- every movie place has their ups and downs, basically. Like, of course. But at least yes. Marvel's consistent with yes, the characters. Yes, that is correct. Like, like Superman <laughs> doesn't even, like, the actor Superman doesn't even want to be Superman anymore. So. <laughs> yeah, well, well, Henry Cavill doesn't. But Tyler Hecklin's doing a bang-up job on TV. Uh, and then there's know, a bunch of so rumors like, that Chris Pratt's not going to be Star-Lord right now. So. <laughs> no, <laughs> that he's going to be Star-Lord. Okay, they just I was like, filming. what the fuck? Did they I really hear film. that? So. Well, no, they, they James Gunn stuck up for Chris Pratt and said, no, he's Star-Lord. And they've already, I mean, Thor Love and Thunder comes out, yep. you know what, in two months. And he's in that. And uh, Karen Gillan just posted that she finished her Nebula stuff the other day, which means if she's done, the rest of them are probably really close to being done. So Chris Pratt is Star-Lord. Oh, I'm I good, because I, I don't like when they change stuff. I don't like the, the, how they change the actors. So... Same. I want an actor to be consistent. I don't care what they did. If they did terrible things in real life, I, I divorce myself from it. I let them be there because it's consistency yes, for me to watch the movie. And they, they only changed two characters and Terrence Howard and Edward Norton, uh, for better or for worse, depending on what you like. But I think that's pretty good for over a decade to only have two characters change. And of course, deaths are different. If a character dies or an actor dies and you replace them, yeah, like I can what's forgive that. Black Panther. Death. <laughs> That's like well, I, don't know. I have no idea what's gonna. How are they gonna make Black Panther without Black Panther? <laughs> uh. Most people are just gonna say Shuri become Black Panther, which she did in the comics, and yeah, she's that's already how they established. Ended it kind of it like they were gonna um, grow on being the Wakanda in in the world at the end of it. So see what happens. Yeah. I mean, whatever it's going to happen, you're going to have people that are going to praise the decision, and then you're going to have people say this is the worst decision ever. Oh, and there's no pleasing everybody. <laughs> Jordan, do you want to? Yeah, I'm. I I love the 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 chat you guys have going on because it's definitely it's not my <laughs> vertical. Definitely not something that's like up my alley. But yeah, I mean, for me, like this week, I've been watching a whole bunch of other things other than like superhero stuff and and whatnot. But. Uh, couple of the shows i've been watching i've been watching uh slow horses i don't know if anybody's heard of that but it's on apple plus tv it's like a spy thriller type show um which we really enjoyed i thought it was really um really good it has gary oldman in it i believe is his name and uh he's like the main character just this like completely disheveled and useless individual who's a spy um with mi6 and they've kind of like put him on an island in this like um reject squad of of agents so it's uh yeah it's been really good there's also another movie that came out on uh, amazon prime i don't know if anybody saw the the contractor did anybody see that no No, yeah it was more it's more like a military like action film so if that interests you definitely check it out it was with chris pine i thought it was pretty good um, I watched uh, Anatomy of a Scandal, which is on uh, Netflix, and it's like a 
essentially it's about this like British MP who's well connected with the British prime minister. And there's this scandal around him um, having an extramarital affair with this woman. Um, then all of a sudden he gets charged with rape and it's all the stuff that kind of surrounds that. So it's, it was a really good show. We really, we really enjoyed it. So we finished that one. And then I also watched, uh, engraved on a nation, which is, uh, I just watched that on cable. It was on TSN. And it was the Larry Walker and Jacques Villeneuve um, year that that uh, Jacques Villeneuve won the Lou Marsh Award, um, and Larry Larry Walker kind of felt like he was <laughs> the award had kind of been stolen from him, and they just kind of told the stories of both Larry Walker as a Canadian baseball player, and then Jacques Villeneuve as the F1 driver that he was, and kind of how he was just this sensation, and then he just kind of crashed and burned out of F1. So it's. Uh, yeah, I thought it was really interesting. Definitely something you should check out if you're a baseball fan or if you're an F1 fan, which I am fans of both. Um, other than that, I've just been been watching hockey. The Leafs picked up uh, picked up their first round. Very disappointing. Not a very good game last night. We're recording on a <laughs> Thursday, and uh, they were playing last night. They lost five three to Tampa. So hopefully, we'll have a better result tomorrow in Game Three. But uh, but yeah, we just gotta get the, like gotta get this monkey off our back, man, and get through the first round. It's been brutal. That round was horrible. Like it seemed like a completely different team was playing. I, know, I don't know. I know. So we shall see. We'll see. It. We shall see. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we roll into the news here? We'll just do some quick hits on a couple stories that I've been following. We've been following um, on the internet. So one of the things that was announced uh, earlier this well, earlier this week or late last week. Um, was regarding the Xbox Bethesda Game Showcase, which was announced via a blog post on Xbox.com, essentially saying that they're going to be doing a showcase on June 12th um, um, on pretty much all of the different platforms. Um, The uh, article reads as such, Join us Sunday, June 12th for the Xbox Bethesda Game Showcase by Will Tuttle, Xbox Wire Editor-in-Chief. Today, we're excited to announce that the Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase will stream on Sunday, June 12th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. The show will feature amazing titles coming from Xbox Game Studios, Bethesda, and our partners around the world. Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase will include everything you need to know about the diverse lineup of gaming coming soon to the Xbox ecosystem, including upcoming releases to Game Pass on Xbox and PC. The Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase will be streamed on a variety of outlets, in over 30 languages, and it just lists a diff- bunch of different places you can come to watch it. Um, so yeah, so that's exciting. We're going to be getting another showcase from Xbox. I mean, E3 is canceled this year, so obviously this is kind of like what they would have likely presented at E3 had there been one. Um, anybody got any kind of ideas on what we might see at the uh, at the showcase? I would like to see Fable. I think the Starfield. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> do you think we get? Do you think we I get think gameplay? Bet. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking too. Probably. I think we get probably like 15 minutes, 15 minutes or so of of Todd Howard. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I hope it's not that yeah. long. Mike Microsoft does these super long gameplay segments, and it's like we don't need 15 minutes. If we're going to sold in it's the game true. within the first three minutes. Show us no more than five minutes of gameplay and move on because if, if we're sold, we're sold. And then it's just a long tease. And if we're not sold, then you lose us because now for 15 minutes, yeah, I'm bored. And I I'm do like the fact that like <laughs> Bethesda doesn't show gameplay until like the game's about to release, right? Like, 
I don't need this big drawn out thing like Deathloop where you're just seeing over and over and over again. It's like I've seen this like just release the damn thing, you know. But uh but yeah, I, I agree. Like I think Todd Howard's gonna probably talk for a lot long time and then they're gonna show some gameplay, which should be good. I think we'll probably see um we'll probably see some info on Redfall. I'm curious actually to see if they're gonna push that one back because the only report that we have is that it was summer of 2022 so it should should be coming out but there's no announced date so i'm assuming you know maybe we'll either hear about a pushback date maybe to the fall or maybe they are ready to release at some point in the summertime but we're definitely gonna figure we'll probably hear about that i think forza motorsport 2 is probably going to be talked about they'll probably do a big glow up for that i think that's going to be coming in the fall um at some point that's going to be one of their holiday fall games for sure um which will be good i'm kind of looking forward to that one that should be i like racing games so that should be pretty good but uh but other than that i mean i'm not really sure what else to kind of expect from them i mean you might get some updates on games like avowed um fable yeah i don't know if i don't know if we're gonna get a fable update like i think fable's like far far off right like i think you can put that in like the camp of like elder scrolls and and fable as far as when it's been so long we need a new I one know, it has been so long it has been so long so i don't know i don't know there'll probably definitely be some surprises hellblade's another one you'll probably we'll probably get some more information on that but uh but yeah should be should be exciting the what about more trailer for spider-man Oh, that's Sony. Yeah, Sorry, I apologize. Sony's, Sony's gonna, Sony's <laughs> gonna own that one, but yeah, but yeah, for sure. The um, <laughs> well, see, what's interesting is you mentioned, and this is something I didn't think about until just you, you mentioned it about uh, shifting a release date. You know, when when any company is placing their games out, they're not trying to cannibalize themselves. They're strategically placing games. Mm-hmm. In certain intervals apart, so that there's always something for the calendar. We just saw Nintendo do this, where they took Xenoblade Chronicles from September and they moved it to July because Splatoon 3 needed more time and moved Splatoon 3 to September. Um, I'm curious now with Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard. There's a lot of Activision games, probably not as many Blizzard, but Activision games that were probably set for this year that would have come out the same time as a Microsoft game. There was no rhyme or reason i think it didn't matter to them but now will we see some date shift between microsoft stuff or activision stuff to accommodate that so they're not yeah releasing i mean on the i same think day it's valid like other. i don't know like the thing is like the deal doesn't really isn't gonna probably close until like june of next year but still they don't want to like they obviously don't want to cannibalize their future their future investment in 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 activision right i mean yeah i think they have to select carefully on when they put dates out like i think you look back to last year right when they put forza horizon 5 out and then you got halo rolling out like two or three weeks later and just completely taking the sales out of that game right was just like a really poor move on microsoft's part and you even see it now even more in may when you when you really look back and think about it like halo probably shouldn't have been released until holiday of this year right like based on the state of the game like it's not done right like it's just yeah i don't know it's even harder to navigate trying to land those things in the middle of a pandemic when everything is just takes longer to complete that you have an idea in your mind when you want to release a game and then you know 
you go and talk to the team and they're like, oh yeah, no, we need another year. And it's like, wait, what? So I think it's, yeah, it's always, it's kind of a tricky balancing act that they have. Then, you know, they never want to be in a situation where they have gaps to the point where they're losing um, the focus of the customer base either, right? And trying to navigate all that in the middle of a pandemic, man, it's just challenging right challenging for sure battlefield got screwed up that way battlefield back backed off call of duty came out and now battlefield sucks nobody plays it yeah well i mean yeah. all those first person shooters coming yeah, out at the same time right like even more of a reason why halo probably should have should have waited but Just you know waited. like microsoft wanted to have that release in that window so that they could dry use that to drive game game pass subscriptions selling of consoles like they wanted that product out there and um yeah i mean it, and they launched it in the way that they did so um yeah making money so. yeah for sure well on the topic of activision and that acquisition the next story that uh, we got from video games uh, chronicle um chris scullion regarding call of duty modern warfare's new title logo that was actually announced this week have any of you guys seen it on twitter I don't like it because it's the same name. I mean, put no effort into the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, the logo looks similar so, like, too. It's just I don't I don't know who actually thought about it. Let's name the same game. I'm like, who? Oh fuck! I don't know. Just so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> no. You you are a hundred percent right. I I this is like one of those big pet peeves of mine. <clears throat> Whenever they take a game or movie or book or anything and they name it the same as something else. Sonic the Hedgehog, we have to call Sonic 06 because it's the same name. Uh, God of War 4 is God of War, but so is God of War 1. Modern Warfare was already used, and now Modern Warfare yeah. 2 is already used. Like, what is Modern Warfare? Is it really Modern Warfare 4? And Modern Warfare 2 is Modern Warfare 5? Like, like, it's just confusing. If it's a remake, that's different. But they should put something to differentiate. Some, yeah. Because... It's the same name. They didn't even do, like, anything different. Not even two... Or another, like, Revenge of the War or something. I don't know. <laughs> a subtitle or something. But, you know. Well, I mean, I mean, Microsoft is just as guilty when it comes to, like, system naming, too, if you think about it. Hey, I want an Xbox One. Do you mean an Xbox One or the yeah, first Xbox? that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, but then you want an Xbox One X? Or do you want an Xbox Series X? Wait, which one? I need an Xbox oh, X. Or the which S. One? Or an Xbox S? S. X? <laughs> <laughs> which one there's there's two of them <laughs> like, what, what are you talking about i just want the fucking xbox yeah what one what one which one the one or the, or the first X. one okay dude you're fucking confusing me <laughs> you know what you're turning this whole thing 360 degrees around oh you want the 360 now no <laughs> <laughs> naming it should not be this difficult like you know call of duty is a yearly thing and it's it's annoying kind of at this time because it's just become this yearly cash grab. Um, and the fact now it, it feels even more like a cash grab because, you know, when Call of Duty came out, it didn't really hit big until Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, right? That was the big one that really put it on the map that started exploding. And then it, and then, well, then it, then it started going to Ghost and Black Ops and doing all these other things too. Uh, but then they started to like lose ground. And when when a company usually loses ground on things, they always backpedal to what worked the last time. So they backpedal yeah. to Modern Warfare because that worked. 
And now they're doing it again with this. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going back to what worked for us, like the, our biggest success. You're seeing Square do it now with Final Fantasy VII Remake. Why? Because that worked for them. So they're going to backpedal to that. Um, I, I hate when companies do that especially yeah. when they name it the same well, and i mean <laughs> yeah i mean i the thing for me like i loved modern warfare 2 like that was like one of my favorite games back in those days that was like around my my college years so i played that game like crazy um so i'm super i'm super excited for this like to be honest with you but yeah like all of the things that you said about like they're just getting their regular cash grab you know yearly release yada 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 totally agree i mean I think they need to move it to, you know, every other year, which I did by the sounds of it, that's what they've already decided to do anyway. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. We'll see what this one turns out to be. I wasn't a big fan of Vanguard. I didn't really, I played it, played it through to the end, but I, I really did not like it. Uh, Black, uh, Black Ops Cold War. I liked that one. Like I thought it was pretty good, but never been a big Black Ops fan. Like it's the, the modern warfare one. It has always been the one that, uh, that I've been a fan of, and I've been a fan of Infinity Ward for a long time as well, um, even before they were with um, Activision. So, um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see kind of what happens, but uh, you can probably bet that they're going to be launching that sometime in the holiday window, like November, and they're going to sell a gazillion fucking copies. So, we'll see. Uh, we'll see if it outsells Elden Ring by the end of the year. I, my guess would be yes, but. We'll uh, we'll see where that goes. The last story that we have on the list here is uh, regarding Square Enix. So that was this was a pretty pretty big one that dropped this week. Uh, definitely not in, pales in comparison to the, some of the acquisitions that we've seen as of recently. But uh, per Steven Totillo at Axios, Axios Gaming, Square Enix sells Tomb Raider Studio for three hundred million dollars. Tomb Raider and Studios for three hundred million dollars. Japanese gaming giant Square Enix is largely getting out of Western game development, selling three big studios and several top franchises to Embracer Group. Tomb Raider lead development studio Crystal Dynamics, Eidos Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal will become part of Embracer Group, the Swedish holding company that is rapidly constructing an empire as part of a $300 million cash deal, according to an announcement this morning. The studio employs more than 900 developers and are largely based in San Mateo, California, Bellevue, Washington, and Montreal, Quebec. Embracer is also acquiring intellectual property from Tomb Raider, Thief, Deus Ex, and other franchises. Square Enix said the deal would help accelerate the company's growth and enables the launch of new businesses by moving forward with investments in fields including blockchain, AI, and the cloud. So yeah, I thought this one was—I mean, this one was going around the internet quite a bit over the over the last uh, last little bit. What do you guys kind of think about this acquisition? I'll let you go first. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> to be honest, you got me stumped. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I I don't know what to say about this topic. <laughs> yeah. So. I think this is the biggest mistake Square Enix has done in okay. a long, why do you say, why do you say that? long time. Uh, because Square Enix has gotten this image in their head, and maybe it's due to Call of Duty, that a game needs to sell 18 million yeah. units or whatever to be successful, which is, which is terrible. Because all these franchises, Tomb Raider, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, Hitman, none of them met their expectations, but they've all been profitable. And it's just their expectations were so high. They they dropped Hitman. They're like, oh, we're not doing Hitman anymore. 
you know, a couple of years ago, and now they're just $300 million is dirt cheap considering what they're getting. Because they're not just getting the IPs, they're getting the studios involved. And yeah. there's a lot of talented people there. And you see <clears throat> all these acquisitions for in the billions, and it's like $300 million. Like, anyone could have snatched that up. You know, and and it's and to go into blockchain and yeah, an NFT, what the hell? Like that is the, the stupidest reason to sell your studios. Square needs to worry about making better games, stronger games, and that that should be their focus. And they had great, you know, great studios. The Tomb Raider trilogy was was absolutely fantastic. And they just let it go. They literally just let it go. And and I know Crystal Dynamics is working on Perfect Dark, um, which was I guess some kind of collaboration between you know Microsoft and, and Square Enix, and they're going to supposedly continue that. But you know, I when this article happened, I didn't even realize who Embracer was, and like I think a lot of people didn't. And when you look at what they own, they, like forget Microsoft and Sony, yeah. like they own more studios well, than own, anybody else. It's disgusting. They own, like, a They're ton huge, of, like, and no one's talking about they them. They own a ton of different studios, right? Their their makeup is a lot different, though. They operate really more like a holding company, where they just they're like like a private equity company almost, where they just acquire assets and then they just let them run, like lay let the business units run, um, and ensure that they're being profitable, right? But I mean. My only real take on it for me is like, yeah, like I think that the business strategy of spending money on NFTs and blockchain is just a waste of money. Um, but I think at the same time, I think Square Enix maybe has looked at themselves in the mirror and kind of said that they really struggle to make Western Western games and that they really need to focus on what they're good at, right? The other thing too that I think is that I think that from from a sale perspective if square enix was trying to make themselves look attractive to a buyer i think shedding this particular part of their business would make them more attractive to um like say like a playstation if playstation was looking to potentially acquire square enix and all of their japanese stuff um getting rid of this part of the business would make that a more attractive buy for say a, a playstation as example but it I think I think Square Enix going to any of the big three yeah, I, is going to be the worst. Well, I agree though, ever, but that's the thing. Like all so the Square games, like they pretty much all come out on on PlayStation anyway, right? So like, really, okay. Nope. So which so... that is incorrect. Just okay, a couple months yeah. ago, we got Triangle no, Strategy true. Yep. that was published by Nintendo. Uh, last year, we got Bravely Default okay. 2, published by Nintendo. Um, you there there are games that only go you know to playstation hmm. actually there's none ga no games that really only go to playstation it's either nintendo playstation getting, nintendo I'm or playstation confused, Xbox. i think with a different uh, or mobile a different publisher but um you're thinking you're probably thinking back to the days when hmm. uh, square left nintendo for the playstation and was only publishing on the playstation yeah, that was a while but ago, that was yeah. 1995 <laughs> you know like that was a long time ago. Square did yeah. multi-party. Like even even, even was, games like Final Square Fantasy. Square did uh, Outriders, didn't they? Did they do? Yeah, they did Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, they did Outriders. Um, yep. Yeah, that's true. Then those are all on multi-platform. Uh, you know, uh, even Kingdom Hearts, which people are like, oh, it's a Sony thing, which is funny mm -hmm. because the second game came out on the Game Boy Advance. 
Uh, Kingdom Hearts really has been a, Squ- a Sony and Nintendo thing. Kingdom Hearts 3 came out on Xbox. All of Kingdom Hearts is on Game Pass. Yeah. Uh, Square is, they're everywhere. They're, they should not be loyal. They are a third party. If, if one company owns everything. Yeah, for it's, sure. And I, it's I, I, I do agree. Like you definitely and, need and to I, have some independence or anything. But I think too, from a business perspective, like they look at their Japanese operating units and they're making, you know, double digit percentage returns on the games that they're making their western units are like barely breaking even so it's like you know for me i think when you look at it i think square is saying that that's that's the studios that are making the games and it's their fault but i mean from my opinion that's square and the fact that they can't manage their their developers properly right so you know i mean Square seems to think that they're better off without these companies. I I agree with you. I tend to disagree that it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, but Square being Square, they just always do fucked up shit, man. Well, like you know they just they just focus on advertising and they focus on doing the right thing. Look at Babylon's Fall. Like yeah. how many people were super excited for Babylon's Fall? It's a platinum game, Square Enix. Let's do this. Yeah. And then they're like, oh yeah, it's a uh, games for service. And everyone's like, oh, we're just going to back away slowly. And the game bombs, bombs horrifically. And you could tell Square is desperate for money, which is why they sold so cheap. Did you see that Terra statue from Final Fantasy VI? Have you seen that? They put out a brand new statue. People have been wanting a Terra statue. Looks gorgeous. It's like a foot tall, like beautiful. And they're like, yeah, you want this? (laughs) $12,000. What? what? <laughs> like, who's going to buy a statue for $12,000? Like, you know, I know I doubt it. Like, they're getting ridiculed. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a couple people. Of course, there always is. And that, there's, someone's yeah. going to do it just for the sake of saying, look, I have one. But but it's like, you know, you see like first four figures and those are beautiful and they're four or $500. And those are expensive, but you get great stuff. There's a big difference between yeah, four no, or 500 sure. and $12,000. People spend millions of dollars on Pokemon cards. So... <laughs> yeah. So there's somebody out there that will buy this, and <laughs> there's somebody, of course, there's going to be, a, like I said, there's going to be a few people just doing it for the sake of it, and probably a YouTuber will do it and then the recoup profits. money on the yeah. on the video. Yeah. But for the the average person, oh. it, they're priced out of it. It's it seems I like a desperation. Be, I can't play. afford that shit for twelve grand on a, a statue. Most average, yeah. Most shit. people normally can't afford <laughs> yeah, that. Like most normal uh, people can't. But yeah. yeah, no, I totally agree. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see kind of what happens. But yeah, I agree. Embracer Group is definitely like one of those companies that we need to keep an eye on. Like they're definitely starting to. I mean, they they've been on my radar for a little while just based on some of the different assets that they've been kind of acquiring and this i think is a just another addition to the list of things that they're kind of kind of working on over there but uh yeah why don't we just roll into what's releasing this week on consoles and we'll kind of wrap things up um so this week we've got a pretty short list of games actually that's coming out we don't really have much coming out we've got wildcat gun machines on pc ps4 xbox one switch may 4th Best Month Ever on all consoles, May 5th. Trek to Yomi on all consoles except for Switch, May 5th. Warhammer 40,000, Chaos Gates, Demon Hunters on PC, May 5th. Crowns and Pawns, Kingdom of Deceit on PC, May 6th. And that is it. I did want to go through the uh, PlayStation Plus games and the Xbox Game Pass games for month of May. PlayStation Plus games for May is FIFA 22, Curse of the Dead Gods, and tribes of Midgard. So Matt, 
I'm gonna be downloading that FIFA 22, buddy. Getting that, getting that game for nice. free. I got. I was a surprise for yeah, my I wife. Know. I'm so, just, I'm, just, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> hey, yeah, I, I, I'm so pissed off that I bought Galaxy, and then literally Galaxy was game on yeah. Game Pass. So you, it's and uh, yeah, Game Pass this month. Um, so I, this list was interesting. They've got Trek to Yomi. Citizen Sleeper, Danganronpa 2, Goodbye Despair Anniversary Edition, A Yugden Chronicle Rising, This War of Mine, Final Cut, and NHL 22 from EA. Barry, any of these, uh, any of these games catch your eye? Uh, just, I mean, looking at the list that you provided, none of the games in the actual like, real, like new releases uh, really catch me, my attention. Uh, for Game Pass, now, I really haven't played my Xbox in forever because yeah. PlayStation and, and the Switch have just kept me entertained. Uh, but but okay. I just did, uh, last year I did the Danganronpa yeah. games, and Danganronpa 2 is awesome. Uh, fantastic visual novel series uh, with, with a lot of crazy court cases and, and really some adult themes. So that's a great game that, that people should play. And Yudin Chronicle Rising is a, like a prequel to a Kickstarter that I backed, and and uh, I don't know if I'm actually going to get a code for that for free or what, but I'm hoping it'll get a physical. But it looks so good, nice. and I might have awesome. to download that. That's great. I uh, I don't. I mean, Trek to Yomi is the one that I that's been talked about. FIFA 22. Like, I'm going to claim all my PlayStation Plus games. Um, you have to do FIFA 22. It's an amazing yeah, game. Yeah, I just claimed it. I've I have FIFA 21. Like, I've played it. I I mean. I don't know. It's just another sports game. Like I do like to dip in and dip out. NHL 22, I already own, but uh, I don't know if I'm going to buy another EA game again. I'm just going to pick them up on Game Pass because like they always end up showing up here. But yeah, so I I don't know. The Xbox Game Pass uh, list is is interesting for for this month. So we'll see. I think they're really kind of going quiet a little bit here in May as they start to load up into June and July when they do this. Uh, when they do that uh, showcase on June 12th. So that's uh, that's pretty much it for games that are coming in. I don't really have very many deals of the week. I did see something today. Has anybody seen that uh, pink uh, wireless Xbox controller? Uh, I'm getting... I want to see if... I'm trying to get the Doctor Strange one. Oh, really? So it's a, there's a limited... Four limited edition Doctor Strange controllers for Xbox. Okay. So I'm trying to get two Who of those. Who makes those? So... Uh, Microsoft, uh, they're doing it. They're hmm. pairing with Marvel Studios. I have not seen that. Interesting. And it's pre- they're pretty cool. There are four of them. So there's two that I want to get. There's one with the Infinity Stone on it, and then there's one for Wanda Vision for Wanda. So basically, one for the wife and one for me. Nice. But basically, they're just gonna be standing in the box <laughs> for more than cool. anything. But they're kind of cool. I'm looking for. I want to see if I can get that. Awesome. Right on. Cool, cool, cool. I got a couple goodies actually at the house this week. I got uh, the Min Min Amiibo that I get to add to the collection. I had my Amazon order that was originally put through and then it got lost before it actually even arrived. So then I had to scramble and I was actually able to still get one at GameStop, um, which reminds me, I have to make sure that credit came back on Amazon. But um, but yeah, it looks awesome. It looks really awesome. And then I ended up getting... Uh, I ended up getting a copy of Sifu, the um, uh, the Vengeance edition. So it comes with like the steel book and the art, art and everything. I never bought it. I didn't buy it at launch. I was just gonna wait till I got. They came out with a physical, but steel book looks 
dope. It's actually absolutely amazing. I uh, I also ended up picking up uh, uh, Nintendo Sports. I think that's what it's called, or Switch Sports, whatever it's called. Yeah, so I ended up picking that up. I got two of the leg straps. So me and the me and the wife are gonna do bowling probably at some point in the the near future. We'll have like a bowling bowling night at the house, which will be fun. So we'll uh, tournament style. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's why I got it. I'll we'll get the family together and and do that. So yeah, it's uh, it's faster oh, really? too because you could do like four bowls at the same time, so you don't have to sit there and wait and take turns. You all like the oh, screen awesome. gets split. So you yeah, can all definitely gonna try it. Out. I haven't. It's just been such a crazy crazy last week. Haven't had a chance to to really crack into those things but definitely got to get to them but uh but yeah that's pretty much it on the uh on the list here so uh we just want to thank everyone for coming out tonight and listening to us uh for the we're at the end of the show we want to thank everyone for listening we appreciate all your support please make sure to subscribe and rate on your podcast network and you can reach us on your podcast on our pod uh, man i am just mucking this outro reach us on our podcast twitter <laughs> account at royal city gaming barry thanks for joining us today any closing info do you want to plug away again on your uh your website there uh yeah sure uh so first off thank you so much for having me it was absolute blast uh to join you guys uh once again our series four releases are available or will be available at premium edition games.com uh, may 10th till june 10th they're for pre-orders along with the four dog tags so make sure to get those in uh you could follow uh, premium edition on twitter at premium edition one and premium edition games you know everywhere else facebook instagram and uh if you want to just talk to me uh you can follow me at hawk hellfire on twitter and i'm always up for talking video games awesome perfect mateo what about you man where can we find you buddy i uh, you can find me on instagram on my 3d page i make 3d art uh, you can throw me at three, uh, MC3D Art and Design. The link and information will be at the prob- bottom of the information. And that's it. You can contact me there. Any questions about 3D design or modeling, I will happily ask you questions. And if you want me to make anything for you, just let me know. Awesome. Well, have a great weekend, everyone. We'll chat to you next week. Play some vids. Pew, pew, pew.